Hey, did Jane show you the art rooms there? Apparently there's this teacher who's crazy about textile arts. Oh yeah, don't worry, she definitely told me about that. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, hole at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors, CJ Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We analyse episodes of the Australian soap opera, Neighbours. It's the best time you could ever have. Uh, I'm Vaya. I can never suspend disbelief. And I have hooked up the mobile PirateNet Studios in their Lassiter's Pavilion uh, just near the Bocce Field. And I have... Catherine Jones, a.k.a. CJ the Hot Mess Mum. Hello. Hello. Back in the car pods. Car pods, look, I don't know. I said last week I like our outdoor pods. I like our car park pods where there's some people that are interesting to look at. It's a real soundscape. And we've already had a little adventure, CJ. We are. um, Let's hop straight in. Neighbours Council Business. The business, again. Because Vaya Pashos is on TikTok as Neighbours. Neighbours pod, we're here. TikTok, we have arrived. And I'm having the time of my damn life. And we just did some TikToks, TikToking in the car park of the Bocce p- Pavilion. And CJ said, just before we started, she said, Ki- the kids are just going to think we're doing, we're, instead of podcasting, TikToks. They're, they're just going to think we're doing TikToks. Yeah. Like, okay, sure. Two pre-tweens. Would do on their bikes in the background. You'll see it on TikTok. They came up. They go, "You guys doing TikToks?" Like, yep, cool. And that's it. Yeah. And they also shouted out when we did it. I oh, know that one. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, I've never felt more relevant as a human. Yeah. Well, they own TikToks. Those yeah. children. Yeah. Um. We we. So we're like the third generation to steal it from them. And how wonderful that they're in welcoming of us. Yeah. Thanks, kids. And I must say, they are. I know you were busy having a baby when um, the rest of the mums found TikToks, <laughs> but um, well done on getting into it during not lockdown. Thank you. Yeah. Because um, we only did it because we had nothing else to do. I, I, it really refreshed me. What motivated me? I think, oh, because I was watching Etsy business women mm. sell their candles and mm. I liked the packaging sounds mm. on TikTok and I thought it would be a nice vehicle to drop a little bum cake content because obviously the bum cake photo is now out there. And and you have dropped the bum TikTok today. Yeah. And you know what? It's already done double the amount of our first video for views. Look, you could go <laughs> – you could um, become what a term you might not know yet. Oh. You could become TikTok famous. Well, I know planner famous. <laughs> okay. Which is, you know, the planner community online. You don't pretend you don't know. No, I know. I just love that that's your first thing that you go to. Most people would go Instagram famous. I don't know any other type of internet famous. I know planner famous and now I know TikTok famous. No middle ground. Oh, I've got, I've got some people that you might have come across on your other platforms. Yes. But that originally became TikTok famous that I need to share with you. Uh, yes. And um, yeah, I, I'm in. And I, I'm all about this renaissance that Boney M is having with Rasputin, right? It's like the most famous TikTok. CJ, it's the most famous TikTok 
It's the most viral TikTok song. I mean, I just, I just might not understand the classic music part. <sighs> I probably it's understand the, it when I see the it. The people that do Mar Baker, Mar Brennan, <laughs> Rasputin, it's like it owns TikTok and I'm just really proud of them. I'm yeah. happy for both of them. Like the Ocean Spray one, like, did you see the Ocean Spray? Oh, that's the Fleetwood Mac one. Yeah. Yeah. See, look, we are so with it. And guess what? You don't have to use TikTok. You can just be on it and watch people's videos. Like people that read tweet Twitter without co- communicating. Yeah. You just get one and look. The people that call radio, they say long-time listener. Yes, first-time caller. Yeah. So you can be a long-time pervert. I loved them as a person that did answer the phones for a radio station. I loved long-time listener, first-time caller because all this team ever wanted was new people to ring. We want new people. We don't want the same voices all the time. Right. But you want people that understand the show so you don't have to explain it to them. So they're the best. Oh, wonderful. And would they say that when they rang or was that something that they'd only say on air? Oh, I think the people that said it were doing it to be kind of self-referential. Like they would be tongue-in-cheek. They knew. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's a big deal to me to put that photo out there because, you know, like all through lockdown – I've just only been recording myself from like the neck up mm. to record, to put my whole body and I wore a very tight dress mm. that I pulled out of the donate bag on the day. Oh, wow. Because I wanted it's a, to. It's a lovely dress. You Thank should keep you. it. Thanks from America. Um, but I, it's, it's always too tight, so I've never wanted to wear it anywhere. Oh. So I wanted to put something on that I could throw out straight but away. But it's a band-aid dress. They're meant to be tight. Sure. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know fashion. I'm not Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Get to that. Get to that. Um, CJ, we had some mail. Happy mail. That's what the planner community says. Oh. Uh, from Sarah, friend of the pod, Sarah oh. Rose G. Sarah underscore Rose underscore G. Lovely. Thank you. On Twitter, she's working on a book. Cannot wait. Cannot wait to read Can that. Can you, um, should I read what's on the front of it? Yes, please. So it has an awesome, um, a hand drawn. Maybe not by Sarah, I but a hand drawn picture of Toadie. Yeah, it's hand painted. Yeah. Lovely. You are totally. Awesome. Beautiful. And there's a lovely personal note. Yes. Wanting to thank us for all our efforts during um, pandemic and new motherhood podcasting. And it's really great. It's really nice. Thank you. Look, I 100% appreciate everyone that's like reached out in any way. Like mm. obviously this is like above and beyond sending a handmade card. But I think it's, it's wonderful to hear, you know, that we've kept someone company mm. in this. But also like I've got to say it's kept us going. Hasn't yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, we got to know, I got a Facebook memory that it was only our 150th episode a year ago. Wow. And it was our 200th. Smashed it. Because we've only had two weeks off. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Couple. Yeah. Um, And there were times. Oh, hello. Welcome to my neighborhood. There, there's a bit of a rev up party here. Uh, and this is not like the the previous time we podcasted from here. It's not stage four lockdown. So there will be some colourful personalities dropping in. Maybe the fuzz, if we're lucky. And they might be here in a minute. Yeah, it won't take long. Um, it's going to be Levi. He'll be dobbing someone in. Mm. Um, I have had a tough few months returning to the workforce. It's I'm not like – it's unconventional because I'm a freelancer in the entertainment industry. So it's not like – I'm not doing hard f- – physical taxing labour or life life um, saving work. However, the work you do is classified as essential. Yeah, I, I am an essential worker. <laughs> I've got the form. You're a clown. <laughs> too right. And but I have really struggled with the juggle. 
Yeah. Really, really. Like crying, howling. I've always been a crier my whole life. Everything makes me cry. I have never cried like I have cried the last few months. Mm. Full ball, literal ball. And there were days where I'm like, you know, I'm worthless. I can't do anything. And sometimes I'd be like, the podcast is the only thing I know how to do. And yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's there. Neighbours mm. in my darkest hour. But it's all right. I'm fine. It's just, you know, it's all, it's part of it. It, it is part of it. And, it, you know, there's good days and bad days, yeah. no matter what journey you're on. Yeah, today's a good day. This is business. It's not personal. A bit of a, um, bit of a chill little week we had this past week, CJ. Yeah. I rewatched it and I was like, literally, is all that happened is another kid went back to school? I mean, it is back to school week these last few weeks. Baby Madge started. Kate's baby Madge. Well, okay. Early in the week, we had Levi and Coyle's feud. Mm. Should we dip over to patreon.com slash neighbourspod and give them a little joy with that? There have been a lot of mushrooms over there, so let's go. Yeah. It's it's the shroom. It's it's the, it's the shroom zone over on Patreon. Yeah. It's yeah, it's never going to end. <laughs> hey, hey you, you're out. How are you? Are you okay? I'm good. Seriously, I'm a bit tired sometimes, but I'm okay. I'm relieved. And I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry, B. How many times are you going to keep doing that? (laughs) What? Apologise for almost killing you. Girlfriend, I'm going to have to do that a billion more times. There was a new character last week that we didn't have time to talk about, and that was Curtis. Curtis Perkins, I believe his name is. Uh, He uh, is the new teacher at Erinsborough High. Oh, and really cool guy called Curtis. Yes. He's like um, the teacher that like is like, I'm cool and hip. I'm going to put my sleeves up and be your friend. Yeah. And he is an actor and a character with a cochlear implant. Um, mm-hmm. So representing the hearing impaired community. And he seems delightful. We don't know much about him yet. And we didn't see him this week, even though there were scenes at the school, which is a shame because he could have probably rolled up his sleeves and sidled up next to Brent and Oh, he's got to have some time with Brent. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. Sure. Maybe. What kind of teacher is he? I've forgotten. Maybe he's a textiles teacher. (gasps) Well, actually, no, because Brent thinks he needs a tutor. Well, no, he wants to go to Harlow, but I think maybe Curtis could be a more appropriate tutor. Yeah. Do we know what what did Harlow get into at uni? I actually don't know if results or first round offers have happened on air, right? Because they have in real life. Like my cousin who just finished U twelve got an offer. Because didn't she? She wanted to be a psychologist, but she changed her mind. I think. Yes, um, to something else. Maybe like environmental law? Yeah, or environmental. Maybe that's Mackenzie? Commerce. Mackenzie's definitely law. Right. She's practically already practicing with Rebecca Law. Oh, well, listeners, reach out and tell us what we've forgotten. And, no, uh, but I just really don't think they've addressed it yet. I think because it's, uni- it's not uni season yet. It's like next month. Because what I'm wondering is he wants to go to Harlow for tutoring. And I know Harlow looks like a smart girl. And she's got an English accent, so she sounds like a smart Definitely, girl. yeah. Basically, any listeners from the UK, your accent to us makes you sound like you went to Harvard. Uh, uh, sorry, your accent to us sounds like you went to Oxford and you're very smart. It's like how Americans love the Australian accent, like we're all um, Hemsworths. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Oh my God. 
your accent. It's like, no, there's different layers of of Australian accent and person. We're not all from Bondi. So, but I'm not sure she is that smart. Like, we don't really know that. She caught up quickly coming in from England and having like a year to transition to a new school, I guess. Mm. But we, yeah, we, we don't know her results. Do you know who we would love to hear from as well? Willow, if she's finished pilot school yet. She's probably flying down to see Toadie mm, soon, like yeah. flying the plane down. Yes. So we, we should get to Brentonardo DiCaprio because he was the star of the week um, and his bob haircut. Brent has been invited. He's been sleeping rough. He's been physically abused in wherever he's been bunking. And the Brennackers, uh want to reach out and give him somewhere to sleep and get him back on track. And because they've got Bleeding Heart Jane, Plain Jane Super Bray in there as well. She's like, bring him in. Nicolette's like, I have no leg to stand on because I'm in their bad books. Therefore, I've got to be okay with this. So he comes in and starts trashing the joint, <laughs> leaving his stuff all over the floor. Yeah. And in a teenage boy trashing it way, like he doesn't care. He just wants to play video games. Nicolette painted quite the picture. Like I could almost smell him. Mm. I could really, and especially when you're pregnant, like your senses are heightened. I know. And I really hate the phrase, how pregnant, like. Um, how pregnant are you? Is yeah. I hate, I hate that because you're pregnant or you're not. Yeah. Like there's only two options. There's only two lines or one on that stick. Exactly. But she's still wearing crop tops. She, where? Where is that fetus? <laughs> yeah. And she, I can't imagine, at one point she's upset because she can't get into the bathroom because she needs to pee. And I'm like, there's no baby sitting in your bladder yet. <laughs> like, there really isn't. No, maybe she's been tucking into, like, leftover tram food. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. Well, that, that, as we've seen, that makes you go to the toilet. Straight in there. Loved seeing the bathroom set. Mm. We've seen that before, haven't we? I think we... Look, it looked a lot like when Ned took a bath in there. I think that's when we saw it, when Scarborough was staying in that house. Right. She moved in for a few weeks. And that's right. And Ned took a little bath in there. <laughs> what an inappropriate thing to do at the girl you're seeing's house. Just take a bath. I'd, I would love it if someone used my bath. Because I, like, sometimes I've lived in houses without baths and all I've wanted is a bath. And then when I have one, I just tell when guests come over, I'm like, you can have a bath if you want. We have one. Well, your child can have baths. Yeah, I'm in there every day now. Yeah. It's, it's a new world. <laughs> My child is so cute. Sidebar. God, he's cute. I don't talk to him much, much about – I don't talk about him much on this podcast. But he's really leaning into some cute stuff lately. Yeah. I just want that out there. It's – um, yeah. I think this next, like, four months are, like, the peak of um, this stuff. Oh, it's oh, – I'm – Mum TikTok, watch out. <laughs> we're going to have to start a new one because this current TikTok is neighbours only. Neighbours only. Now, interesting the way this storyline played out because I, they were teasing all week that there was going to be this confrontation between Brent and Nicolette. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be far more st- sinister than it was. And what ended up happening is she went through his bathroom mess and found a blade, mm-hmm. a razor. And I because he got a job at the barbers. Well, I expected him to. He's very clean shaven. I thought he would have gone, mate. If I don't keep this under control, I'm going to be Tom Hanks from Castaway by five p.m. Like I've got to get a clean shave going. But he didn't have any excuse ready. No, 
Um, and then she realises straight away. And Nicolette was a nurse. So, look, she would have come across homeless people in her work. And she worked in Canberra for a bit, so she would have come across some weirdos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the politicians. Yeah. <laughs> it comes, and then it, it's revealed that he wasn't up doing, you know, dodgy things at night. He's checking that the doors are locked. He's afraid for his life. Really. Yeah, that was yeah. a really sweet moment between them when she realised that. And she was sympathetic to him. And this is the second time now that she has come upon a teenager's D- difficult situation and has given him the the moment to take ownership of that. She hasn't taken that away from him. And again, she spends a few hours concealing that information from the people around her that have told her not to keep secrets. And they're like, all right, we're going to give you yet another chance. And she lets Brent come forward and say, um, I've got a blade. Oh. That's it. <laughs> I felt unsafe. Yeah. I mean, which is normal. Mm. Like, this doesn't sound abnormal for a homeless kid. Aaron would have been like, cool, my COVID beard is still here. Can I borrow this? Yeah. Um, I thought when 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 I saw the blade, I thought maybe he's been cutting. Yes, me too, me too, me too. First first I thought it was a Swiss Army knife. I thought he's gone scouting or something. (laughs) Then I went cutting. Then the next thing. Their ultimatum to Brentonardo is, DiCaprio, should say his full name, is, well, you can still stay here, but you've got to straighten up. You've got to go. You've got to go to school. And I do enjoy that they explored the TAFE option um, because, but obviously the status quo in Erinsborough, you've got to go to that hellhole, Erinsborough High. It's a cool school. And as Susan, it was Susan that pointed out, like, everyone here's had a second chance. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. <laughs> she is just always shilling that school. Oh, staff and students, I've got to say. What's he doing here? Um, Brent's thinking of enrolling. I thought he was only staying at Aaron and David's for a little while. Well, they still need him to think about his education. The school could be a good option for him. The kids are psycho. If the school didn't believe in second chances, where would you be right now? Can she find some people that haven't done year 12 to do it? <laughs> new, new, new blood. Yeah. Um, those poor teachers, they're going to be presenting their lessons to uh, like a dozen kids eye-rolling at them going, okay, we've heard this. Yeah. Um, now, what does Jane find out about young Brent when she digs up his academic records? So she, she has a chat with the past principal. Um who was probably hoping to never hear about Brent again <laughs> and then gets a call from Jay. So apparently he has got some pretty solid grades in textiles. Yes, which I didn't even know that many schools offered textiles. They had it at my school. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Did you do it? No. Mm. You know who among us is the textiles aficionado? Yeah, Kate. It's one Kate at Remude on Twitter. I'm sure she'll answer any and all questions you have. She definitely has opinions about Brent because um, they all said, well, you've got to go to Erinsborough High and do textiles. And Kate says, why on earth would they encourage him to do VCE if he was only good at textiles? Send him to TAFE, which is an option they floated. Get him to do a screen printing apprenticeship. Someone's got to print logos on high viz It's very true. Wonderful. I want to take it to the next step. I'm seeing this through. TAFE. Screen printing, rent 
an office space at the Hive, chuck some coin Ned's way, and we've got another artist in residence. We do, as Harlow mentioned. It doesn't matter what your medium is. That's cool. That's cool. As long as you're a bad boy artist, she's there for it. What is this Rory Gilmore and two Jesses triangle they've got going here? Mm. The Jesses... Only, Jess only works because he's one Jess and he contrasts against the Dean. You can't have two Jesses. Oh, Dean is such a – the worst. I hated, I hated Dean. Yeah. I don't want Hendrix being G, Dean. No. Yeah. This is um, why we had to have two Jesses. <laughs> um, so now remember that Brent's history with Harlow is that he basically assaulted her. I I, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm going to try and remember it. It seems like most people are going to forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Including Harlow. Yeah. Um, look, it is Harlow's prerogative to forgive him if she wants to. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that. Um, I'm happy that Paul will never forgive him. <laughs> what thing? One thing that brought me infinite joy was when Paul's going off at Harlow. Who have you been talking to? Have you been talking to Hendrix again? She's like, no, Brent. I'm like, yes. Find the worst teenager around. Yep. Even worse that, that would annoy Paul more than you hooking up with Hendrix and then go there. And Excellent. also, hello, stop having a thing for guys who need to do year 12 twice. Or like go go to the uni and find like, a new boy. It's a whole new world. Ariel is out on that rock singing to you yeah. like no that's jasmine jasmine is out on that magic carpet at the gates of eden hills university exactly there's going to be some boys or girls i don't mind or they non-binary they whatever. can show you the world and i love that for harlow exploring um some sexuality stuff yeah. like she would have a really sexy intellectual relationship oh, with, with yeah maybe a, a non-male peer at uni. That would yeah, be hot. Totally. She should join that feminist club page. Was in. There Brilliant. Might, there might be some ladies in there that would be interested <laughs> in an emotional connection. Yes. Um, and, you know, look, I'm all for these boys, you know, reinvesting in themselves for a year. Great. And, you know, not every it doesn't work out for everyone. It didn't work out for me in year twelve. It doesn't work out for everyone in year twelve. So it's great that they're doing it again. But Harlow, move on. Move past the high school. Because they're acting like testosterone fueled high schoolers. Yeah. Let them hook up with some kids that are there. Yes. At the high school at their mental age. That they're having play lunch with. Yeah. Because it's disgusting their behaviour to her. Yeah. And I'm glad at least Hendrix was called out on it. Brent has not been because people don't know that he's being a shitbag behind closed doors and essentially just trying to get into Harlow's good graces to shit off Hendrix. And you know what? We didn't like it when Ned dated someone who was of age but at school. Mm. So, hello, we don't like this. Nope. Don't follow the new housemate's footsteps. No. Don't be tooly tooling around. Brent goes to Harlow and apologises to her. And the reason that the show has framed him as someone we can be okay with is he's been abused now because he's been beaten up. Hmm. Therefore, we have to feel sorry for him. Yeah, but break the cycle. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, of course he has. They've had a terrible childhood. Both of those kids have. Mm. And Harlow, actually, to, to speak of. Her mother's been blown up mm. and was in a cult before yep. that. So, yeah. Uh, she has been spending a lot of the week reading her book, hmm. just trying to get through book, you know, 
just get that back to the book exchange as quick as she can. No one's leaving her in peace. And she says to Brenda, okay, fine, if you need a shoulder to cry on, if you need an ear, I'm around. And Hendrix flies off the handle, sees sees them interacting, and then decides he's going to stop it and become really toxic about it Mm. and fully confronts her in Harold's. Fine, okay? If you're going to speak to me like this, I'm leaving. I'm not done. Too bad. Stop, okay? You're going to hear me and listen to me whether you want to hear it or not. Get out of my way. No, not until you promise me that you stay away from him. No, I won't. Harlow, he's a scumbag that's using you. I'm not going to let him. You're being the scumbag right now. Move. She told you to move, Hendrix. I suggest you listen. So Hendrix stops her from leaving, Mm. which is really offensive. For two reasons. The main reason that it's like abusing your power over a woman. Mm. And secondly, we're still in a pandemic. So there's a little bit of social distancing that you're breaking there Mm. to do that. Yeah. and, And she wouldn't be used to it. Like, regardless of whether COVID happens in Erinsborough or not, physically she wouldn't be used to someone standing like that close to her, particularly not her intimate partner. But, yeah, so that was pretty offensive. And um, so, look, he's not doing great to say, look at that bad guy Brent Mm. when he's being just as bad. Now, what I really appreciated is Nicolette got straight on the blower to Jane and Jane and Susan hauled his ass into the office mm. and read him the right act. It's like, you do not, this is not the man you want to become. You do not treat people like this. Like, read it, like, read it right out to him. And he listened and absorbed and then went and apologised mm. sincerely to Harlow. She said, GTFO, great, I appreciate it, get out. Loved that. Loved all that. Yeah. And I think he's accepted that they're not getting back together now. Nope. Because that's what he's been doing. He's on this desperate case to get them back together. But I think it's dormant. It's that thing of, okay, fine. I've gone through the stages of grief here. And now in the very back recesses of my mind, I'm now going to try and become the best me I can be so that one day the door can open again. Uh, It's time for a gym outfit montage. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I... Hope, look, I'm here for the Brent Textiles trajectory. Bring that on. He can team up with Amy. I love how specific this is. <laughs> so, because normally, like with Donna Friedman, it was about fashion. Yeah. So, like, fashion fits into this category. Yes. But it's not. It's like the subject name, textiles. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, imagine if it was geography, right, which is also a Kate thing, which is weird. But, yeah. <laughs> like... It's it's just very specific because he runs into Harlow and he's like, oh, everyone's really keen on me doing tech mm. stuff. Because when um, Xanthi wanted to be a doctor, it was like, you've got to do all the science subjects. And when Harlow wanted to change, she wanted to do psychology. That was the subject name, psychology. Yeah. But also the profession, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the same as textiles. Yeah. But it's just so funny because like he, I imagine he's just look. He's thinking, you know, textiles, he was probably able to throw himself in it and take him, like it would take him out of the moment. Great mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he could get really into designing something and so forth. What, you know, whereas like, I don't know, reading about, you know. The Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby was probably difficult. Um, And Actually, the Great Gatsby 
would remind him too much of Hendrix. Because they're like, Hendrix is going back to school, Brent. You know, you're not the only one who's a good rich kid. (laughs) And you know what? If he was a real rich kid, his dad would be sending him somewhere else to study, wouldn't he? I am so angry at Pierce. Oh, Pierce. We have to talk about Pierce. He had a little, he made a little appearance this week. How was he getting more airtime off the show? Just, uh, he's putting in calls, messages. We know all about his travel itinerary. Yeah. Now there's a bit, I want to get to Pierce. I want to get to Pippi and Shamey. The little detail I need to get to for you, especially CJ, is Paul's involvement in the Branaka dynamic because we've got him versus Nicolette off to the side and he immediately dibber-dobs when he sees Brent and Nicolette having that exchange, runs to the boys, and then they take Nicolette's side. And Paul has a hissy fit, his weekly hissy fit, and this time Tarage took him aside and was like, okay, you need to get it together. I'm sorry, but those boys should not be having this child in their house. And I'm with Paul. The 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 man-child, Brent. Yeah. So the thing is, is that Paul, he has floated between I must stop this situation. Um, he, he hates Nicolette. He's going to hate Nicolette mm. until they fall in love. And he's such a somewhere. bitch about her to her mother. Like, that's her mum. I know. Don't be such a bitch. I love it. But also, like, she's like, no, I don't want to talk about her. And yeah. he's like, oh. Yeah. It's Why? like, we can have coffee and talk about other stuff. And he's like, no, we can't. <laughs> I need to get this stuff off my chest. Yeah. Um, but he has floated between, look, obviously this situation is going to resolve, resolve itself. And, like, it probably will, right? I'm really intrigued, though, because I, I see a bit of what's her name, Char- Charlotte, on Insta. And I never see a pregnant belly. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm wondering how this is all going to unfold. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, to be <laughs> to be honest, what, she's like a month pregnant. Maybe she just... She's wearing crop tops. Maybe she never shows. Like my year 12, year 11 English teacher who one day was like, I'm going on maternity leave. I'm eight months pregnant. And she I looked like a paddle showed, pop stick. That, that was... <laughs> you and me, we're the same. Yeah. CJ. We're not like Nicolette. No, we um, never showed for different reasons. <laughs> but... I don't know. Like it's. I'm just, showing now. Yeah. <laughs> You've got an eight-month-old. Pop. Um, but Paul sees it and immediately goes and dobs, and because he's he's clutching at straws. Mm, he don't know what is going to get. He hasn't accepted that Nicolette's not leaving. Like Therese has to remind him every five minutes she's holding the grandchild. And what's going on in that share house though? Because it used to be my, obviously my favorite share house, the party house. Mm. No pardon. Aaron, no. David, Nicolette, nothing. And they're drinking faux wine out of wine glasses. And now you've got the three of them and Brentonardo and Jane, plain Jane and her daughter and the baby fetus. What is happening in there? They're doing a cleaning roster, a cooking roster. Yeah. And Nicolette isn't happy about the state of the bathroom. No. I, by the way, um, we've already talked about this, but um, she refers to the bathroom as a woman. Yeah. I really, really, really like that. Was that was an interesting, I, I was an intriguing detail. Yeah. So we'll park them because I need to get some pippy time. Not pippy. What did I call pippy? Because bloody Pierce is infiltrated again. That's why. Mm. Oh, 
what a start to the week we had with Shamey. Jacinta Stapleton's Amy, still here. Yeah. Now, remember when we had Beck Dahl on? Love, Love her work. Me too. And she said, how would I react? If my boyfriend was in hospital and his ex-wife was there mm. and there was a gun. and mm. How would Bechtel react if Dippy is in Sydney and not rec- returning calls? Would <laughs> she call Pierce? I want to know. I enjoyed the hell out of this because it was a hot mess. It was redonkulous. Mm. But there were so many facets to it. First... Amy wanted Puffy to pen a bush ballad for her. I am uncomfortable when people sing, when people, what's it called again? What do they do? I am uncomfortable when people lip sync at me. But that's the TikTok world, CJ. I know, but that's on my phone. Okay. Let alone Mm. write a poem and say it to my face. No poems. I know Amanda Gorman's made them cool. Yeah. But that doesn't mean everyone who does them is cool. Yeah, particularly not white middle-aged men. No. no. Um, we don't need any more words from those people. We've had enough. Glad we've got two more on the show now, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but it's uh, – I would be so uncomfortable. Firstly, Toadie's around. So so many people are around. Yeah. The kids are back. Welcome back. Nellie and Hugo. Welcome back. Kids. J'adore. Hugo, stole the show. Baby John, like, what a time. He just chewed that scenery up. See, he's not been on Neighbours, but I've seen him on Instagram oh, yeah. this whole time. He's he's content creating. Don't you guys worry about it. Yeah. I don't know how Amy is having a romance in that household. Oh. Babe, babe, his whole family, his wife, they're having coffees in his wife's cafe. Yeah. It's a thruple. Pack your little bum bag and head back up to Queensland. I'm sure her kids are not adults. I think they might need a little check-in from Mama. Yeah. I know they've got two dads. Like, they're from the different marriages. Yeah, there's probably four dads. There's probably four dads now. But they need – if my mum was Amy, I'd need to see her sometimes. (laughs) At least with my textiles homework help. Oh, my God. Maybe she could help. Yes, yeah. yeah. So she says to Puffy, write me a poem. And instead of him saying either, I'm not emotionally ready yet, or, okay, fine, here's a shit one. I'm just going to dash out. Or I'm going to delve into some Henry Lawson. I would have loved if he'd plagiarized Henry Lawson or Banjo Patterson or something. I was going to say, what happens when you don't have the words? And you need to write a card. You Google what to write in a 40th card. I hand it to my boyfriend. Yeah, good point. But you guys are both writers. So, <laughs> um, but you know, most people would look up like what to say in a 40th birthday card. Mm. What to say when your girlfriend wants you to write her a poem. <laughs> there will be something on Google. Yeah, year 12 poetry assignment. Yeah. What to write my teenage girlfriend is basically, because that's who writes poems for each other, yeah. right? And then, oh, okay, but she, he uses, he recycles, he upcycles a draft of a poem he wrote for Dippy. Not even the finished copy. Eek. <laughs> Cringe City. And I was there for it. And also, it was a poem he wrote, like, when he was coming down. 
Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting he's on his sobriety journey. Yeah, he is. And I think actually Amy's a bit of a, like she's a bit of a placebo for this whole thing. He's not dealing with his real issues. But, oh, wow. Okay, talk me through what Amy then does because she's insecure. So she's insecure. So firstly, she goes through the poem and realises it's not about her. Which she had to do some deep analysis, yeah. like deep U twelve poetry. I was going to say analysis. Like, did she bring up her, like, bring Susan up and say, "Let's let's dissect this"? Or maybe this is when she's ringing her kids. Yeah. Okay. Hey, sweetie, just checking in. Hey, are you doing this? <laughs> do you think my eyes sing? <laughs> uh, and then I think the kicker was there was a line about having curves, and she's like, "I." I'm looking down, guys. Yeah. I don't have curves. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she hears that Pierce is in Sydney as well. Delicious. And she decides to feed the little beast in Shane that's annoyed that Dippy's not returning his calls by call getting Pierce's phone number, yeah. calling him. The other man. And saying, Dippy wants to speak to you Ooh. but isn't reaching out. And here's the kicker, doesn't use a fake name. No. Hello, I'm Amy Greenwood. Yeah, she's and I whole have name, some things she? to say. <laughs> Did they ever meet? I can't remember. No, but she slagged him off at the lip sync, which is how she got the number. Yeah. From which... Mackenzie. From not from Mackenzie, from Hendrix? Hendrix. Yeah, Hendrix. Loose loose reasoning, by the way, yeah. for wanting to get the phone number. Yeah. And also Hendrix says, Oh, you don't want the number for that, you're just sucking up to the Rebecca's. The Rebecca's do not give two craps. <laughs> about Pierce getting phone calls, this would not help them. Anyway, um, so Pierce, I really wanted them to hook up. P.S. I know. Look, I don't think there's many people out there that are pippy stands. Yeah, I had a scenario in my head where there was a knock on someone's door, right? And there were some buttons undoing themselves because nothing's stopping them now. They're both free agents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should have, right? But. I don't understand why Amy did this because all she did was make Shane more jealous, which only fed into her insecurities more. And then I love how quickly it came tumbling out. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but not quick enough, really. How come? Because Dippy comes home straight away. Which, this was a little flimsy because she's like, oh, Jay was settled, so I came home. It's like, were well, you going to tell your husband that his son is doing better and you're going to leave him? Okay. Apparently not. She had dinner to go to, but not dinner with Pierce. Dinner with Mishti. But um, Pierce doesn't phone her straight away. That's the clicker. He thinks about it for a day or two before ringing. Yeah, such a, oh, such a fucking, oh, I don't know, what what's the word? Just hot guy. Yeah, such a fucking hot guy manoeuvre. Yeah. Just left her on red, left her on scene. Mm-hmm. I could see right through you, Pierce. What have you got going on that you can't call her back? Nothing. He is so clearly trying to play dad to, like, that new baby that isn't his child. Yeah, and his other teenage daughter. Yeah, he's just left his crap kid Ugh. with the Kennedys, and he's like, new life. I, I do like that he rang back while they could all see the phone. I mean, like, oh, I haven't spoken to him. I haven't spoken to him since the last time. Uh, since, awkward. Uh, since I was still in love with him. And she comes, I love it. It was like, I'm just going to take this. The, she immediately does a 180 and runs back out. She's like, Amy, why did you call Pierce and tell him I wanted to speak to him? Yeah. Very unneighborsy. Yeah. 
because which is a trend lately, which is I like it. Try some new stuff. It works for you guys. Yeah, love, love that for you. I love it. They're just they're they're showing not telling. Like they're just mm. going straight mm. for it. Shane runs off home to the patio that he built. Mm. That's getting used a lot. By the so way. much. Yeah. Um, it must be good for COVID times. Mm. So he runs home and Dippy and Toadie, who Toadie, we haven't mentioned, but Toadie's anti-shamey. Yeah, he's pro-Dippy. Yeah. Pro pro, what is it? What are they? Shimmy? Shippy? I don't know shippy. what any, I don't know what anything is. Pick, yeah, I like Shippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shippy. And we haven't spoken to, we'll save this for Kate, but he's got a little plot on the go where he's met up with Melanie Pearson on Tinder. He has. And I found that really interesting and nice. Yeah, how old? Older. Older, but like mm. not – like because it would normally happen the other way and there'd be no problem, mm. right? And I like that like yes, sort of reversal there. Yeah. And as, especially with, with Tarage and Paul calling it out and him calling it right back out at them. So we'll save it for when it pops up again. Yeah. But I, I, I really, it was a nice little moment. But he's got – yeah, he's got his opinions and he's said – Look, Amy, he's going to get back with his wife, so move on. GTFO. Yeah. And then, um, so basically, Toadie and Pippi think, well, we'll give him a couple of hours to fight about it, mm. and then we'll come home. To and our like, home. <laughs> yeah, to our <laughs> to home. To put dinner on for the little kids that live here. Where we all live. Um, not pies. Toadie found out this week that, <gasps> yeah. Um, yeah, and he, again, calls like, they're going to shut me down. And he's like, oh, because of the death pies you were going to feed my small children yeah good yeah nobody like kyle needs to realize that he did the wrong thing <laughs> go back to the handyman business that you still own because you bought it off amy <laughs> yeah oh god um so other um, amy mm-hmm. other amy oh yeah yeah so they come home to be like oh well it's had a good time while you well it lasted guys yeah. And Amy's not in the room. She's not on the patio. And then she just comes in with, like, air fans behind her and says, oh, he's forgiven. And that tiny, shiny skirt. (laughs) I love her. I can't believe it. Shane, like you said, is in recovery. And he is clearly just not ready to be alone. Mm. Can we get – my brain is still on this tiny, shiny skirt. Can we get some now that we've got some – other diversity. Can we get some plus-size diversity representation on this show? I don't know about that. Because I want to wear the puffy sleeves and I want to wear the floral dresses and skirts. I don't know where to get them and I can't get them because they don't – there's no one on that show that looks like me. Yeah. I don't know about that. It seems too far <laughs> for neighbours. I say that mm. from this side of the fence. <laughs> but um, I think you're right because I'm trying to think of the plus size girls that have been on the show mm. and obviously there's not many, mm, no. uh, um, but they weren't sexualized. Oh, Kat Milosevic was with Toadie, yes. but also I find sure. that it's interesting with Toadie because he's not a, an asymmetrical, conventionally presented person of attraction mm-hmm. um, and sometimes his relationships can be played for laughs mm-hmm. and, and sometimes they're really serious, but... Um, yeah, yeah, particularly so, when the lawman's brought up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I also feel that they're often a guest role, the plus size mm-hmm. population. Mm-hmm. So just food for thought, casting, food for thought. You want them out the front of the tram in their shot. 
Oh well, yeah. I want. Yeah, yeah I want them out the front of the tram. Maybe someone could. Whoever's going to come in and run that tram. Yeah, could be. Maybe we could have a plus size girl running a keto restaurant that that Levi goes to all the time. Get it happening. Mm. Okay, what was it talking about? Pippi, Shamey, all them. So they're back on. Um, is Shane's forgiven Amy? Yeah. And 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 Amy's really proud of herself, but it's super awkward, don't you think? They're all a mess. Yeah. Every single one of those people. Yeah. Toadie included, just because why not? Everyone's a mess in that house. Um, except for Yashvi. I... Oh, Yashvi's also a mess, though, because she likes Amy. Yeah, they and, had that cute dinner. Yeah, and then... <laughs> And then Amy put it on Instagram. Bloody needy Amy. Put it on Instagram straight away. Amy is so needy. And she's still posting on stories. What is going on? Yeah, don't put it on the grid. No. I I can't imagine that was in her colour palette. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. But anyway, but I think Yashvi's done with her now because of the Pierce thing. But how good that they bonded over AFLW. Bechdahl enjoyed that. Yeah, I really did enjoy that um, too. I felt, almost felt like that was for Bechdahl mm, that moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, so anyway, they're back on Watch This Space because Amy's like Nicolette. Every week there's a new thing that she has to sort of admit to. Yeah. You know, like, so next week it'll be something else. Yeah, a lot of guest characters around at the moment, and it's 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 hard to know where the dust's going to settle and who's going to stick and who's not. It seems to be sort of Neighbours' thing. For, like, the last few years, they've had, like, guest characters that are around for, like, six weeks. Like, Scarborough did that yeah. twice, and, you know, like, they're, ne- they're not really characters that are going to be around for a few years. I really wish we had some actual teenagers, some 14-year-olds, 13-year-olds, because mm-hmm. then we could grow with them. You wouldn't have to rush them back into year 12 after they've already finished. Because mm. Harlow came in at year 12 level. It's just they're coming in too late in the teen world. Yeah, because we had um, little Kirsch, but um, mm. she, she's gone to yeah. the special Sydney place. Yeah. yeah. Come back, Kirsch. Yeah. Um, well, that's it because so there's a bit of coxie stuff at the end of the week, which we dealt a bit with okay. the shroom shroom chat, but – there, he's sort of giving her the cold shoulder because she shut his tram down. Yeah. But he hasn't broken up with her. He's just freezing her out, which is, ugh, it's awful, that feeling. I don't know. It's very awkward because I'm not sure he knows he's freezing her out or he's just so focused on himself mm. that he's not even noticing her. Yeah. And he's like, this is about me right now. But also, when I was 16 yeah. and I was on my first car drive, I crashed my father's car. Oh, yeah. That is right out of the CJ playbook. It is. Um, and because my dad was the licensed driver, it was an accident of his fault. Oh. Not mine. Yep. So you can't really be found at fault when you're a learner. Mm. And Roxy was kind of a learner at making the sauce. Yeah. He's the boss of the tram. Yeah. It is his job to make sure that no one uses poison. And at least taste the thing. And she goes to uh, our new friend, health inspector, oh. and accidentally propositions her. Yeah. Now, we have a little calling card earlier where her button won't stay up. Because mm. um, B's back from hospital, avoiding Levi. Yeah. Oh, God. oh man. <laughs> Jesus. Levi. Oh, put, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Put that relationship away. Away. 
Nobody wants to see Put that. It, I'd rather see. I'd rather be, be explain how cars work to me. <laughs> well, look, there's a couple of weeks when they were making that go kart <laughs> where we were almost there. Oh, okay. Um, so Roxy decides that what she needs to do is go to the woman who shut down the tram and say, look, it was me. Mm. So, look, take my food handling certificate away from me. And which is like not hard to get you do a test online. Yeah, right. Um and yeah, so Roxy goes and just like in this lovely mishap asks I don't know, do we know her name? N- M- Mina, Mira, Mira, Mira. Ask Mira, you know, do you have a boyfriend? And she says I have a girlfriend. Great. And she says it in like a how dare you presume? Don't assume. Yeah. Make an ass out of you and me. Yeah. Um, and then Roxy's like, girlfriend, great, whatever. Love that for you. I think yeah. she said that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, she would, she would in her head yeah. if she didn't that. And then she leans over to sort of throw the punch in her lines and her, her ample bosom is just yeah. there. And the way she phrases it is like she's going to proposition. And as a breastfeeding mother, it is quite... It is quite a cross to bear to have to worry about buttoning yourself up. Right? Yeah. There's, just, there's just a lot on display in my world and there's not a lot I can do about it. And look, good luck to everyone who's around me. I'm, I'm sorry you've copped an eyeful. I, whatever. It's, my body is a vessel. It's a vehicle. It's, 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 I've just got to get through this. Yeah, you're sharing it still. Got to get through this mm. season of life, guys, and then we can move on. A season or a reason. <laughs> Roxy had a reason, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, but anyway, so I guess now the tram's up on, like, sexual propositioning charges. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're up on. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. Classic Roxy. What I want is citizen and citizen of the week, please. CJ, I have one if you don't. Go straight away. Yeah. Citizen, Nicolette Stone, for giving a young man in desperate times a hot minute to collect his thoughts. You tried to do it last week with Hendrix and it backfired, but you've got, you, you know what you're doing here in a, from a mental health and a health perspective. You are giving him room to develop as a young man and he didn't go running to the, to the Brannackers to dob him in. And then you immediately called out toxic masculine behaviour in your workplace when you saw it happen. You went straight to the relevant authorities, your mum, and you did not stand for it. And like for a gal who's got a lot on her plate, that's just, you know, a tall order. And you stepped up and I appreciate that. That's why it's such a shame she's not in the health field. Yeah, and and I think I I feel like the nursing board were maybe a bit quick on that. Really quick, yeah. Yeah, I mean they were quicker than the law was. Hey, she might be able to start some kind of business in that tram. Yeah, she'd be a mom entrepreneur. <gasps> maybe some sort of health allied health yes. situation. Um. Okay. So, or maybe it could be like Nicolette's tram for wayward kids, and they could come there and tell her the problems, and she could keep it a secret for twelve hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like former father had the youth, and Brad had all kinds of schmucks have had youth centres. 
Give one to Nicolette. Priest shouldn't have youth programs no. on nope. television at very least. Just get 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 a little little let some water go under that bridge mm. first, guys. Mm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give Jane mm-hmm. Citizen beautiful for clutching at the textile straw <laughs> and making that Brent's career. Reminds me of when I was tutoring a Year Twelve lad, and we had not a jot of anything in common. And I was up in his little loft room looking around at pictures of of scantily clad, pregnant Nicolette levels of scantily clad mm-hmm. women on his wall and cars. And I was tutoring him in English. He's like, I just don't want to read. I'm like, why don't you read a car magazine and we'll do some language analysis on that. And, he, and that's what we did. And that's yeah. what, that was Jane. Amy should have called you with that poem. <laughs> What is Amy like? She likes fashion, glitz, glam. Yep. Funny ha-ha moments. All right. Well, fun, low-key week, but a fun time nonetheless. We are on TikTok, Neighbours Pod. That's what we are. Check us out. Tell us what challenges we should do. Yes, but none of the dance ones. I can't do that. I want to do the dance ones. I just don't know how to use that function yet. Yeah, I would. I mean, I don't know how to use my body today, <laughs> so that's my problem. Let's figure it out. Kate's not fully on board the TikTok train, but she'll happily be on the account. Like she'll happily feature. Kate is renewed on Twitter. She'll be back probably next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ, CJ the hot mess mom. Instagram, TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm Instagram as well. Vase, V A Y S. And I guess Twitter's still a thing. Neighbors Pond. I mean, there's a lot of toxic Although, stuff happening over there. No, but the the best part is our friends that tweet when it's time to watch a new UK episode, which is of a Friday. Nay tweets, our friend Nay tweets, who tells the UK folk when it's time to listen to a new Neighbours. So he, we can, they've just listened to episode 197, Sucked In with Lawrence Lerner. What a Lerner. Mm, doing best. that. Best. Please come and run my life. Thank you for taking the mental load there, Nay tweets. Really, anyone who does that is just whew, number one in my life. One day we'll be at the same speed. Yeah. One day. One day. You know. We uh, who we didn't think last year that we'd be at vaccine stage and here we are. One yeah. day we'll be back on deck. We've already got weird anti-vaxxers. Yeah. 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 That's not going to be long. Anything's possible if you believe. Mm. Stay safe. Keep well. Keep chatting to us. Reach out. Our Neighbours Council, of course, on Facebook and Neighbours Pod on Patreon where I post little sneaky lens videos as well. Yeah, and if you can think of something that you'd like Bayer to do for a hundred dollars, please oh, tell us. Shit, I've got to be careful because my mum's in the council. Whatever you've posted on TikTok now, the Chinese government has seen it. <laughs> Take care, guys. Speak soon. Bye. There lived a certain man in Russia long ago.